Welcome, if you'd like to get your Bibles and go to 1 John, 1 John chapter 5, verse 5. We're going to read down to verse 15. This is, um, we'll recap on the last couple of lessons. I want to give you um, the message here dealing with the fact this is the record and we'll, we'll cover a couple of things here as we go down through this passage. So let me just pray first. Lord, I ask that you would help us this morning. Father, as we open up thy word and we pray, Lord, that you would bless it to our hearts and our minds, we ask it, Lord, in Jesus' name for his sake and glory. So as we come down through First John, I will recap on what we have already done, um, where we dealt with the miraculous birth of Jesus Christ. And then we also, last week, we looked at the natural man. Today I want to talk about this is the record that we have. So so let me read from verse 5. Notice the Bible says, Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. Just as a way of remembrance to keep in mind that it's important here to understand that there was no other man like Jesus Christ. He had a natural body uh, born of Mary, yet he had God's blood. And of course, the blood of Christ is connected with what John talks about, the propitiation, not for the propitiation of our sins only, but for the sins of the whole world. The word propitiation means to appease. And he was reckon- and Jesus Christ was introduced as the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. If you remember the first, the first two offerings of Genesis chapter 4, was Abel by faith brought the firstling of his flock, a lamb, uh, a lamb of innocence. But remember Cain brought the works of his hand. God rejected Cain's offering but did not reject Cain and told Cain he could do well if he brought by faith the same offering that, that Abel brought to God. So remember that when man fell from the garden, he now has to approach God by way of sacrifice. So therefore in the New Testament, our sacrifice for our sins was made by the Lamb of God and we look, we look back to the cross where Jesus Christ died for us. He was buried and he rose again the third day. So keep that in mind as we read this and it is the Spirit that beareth witness because the Spirit is truth. So the Spirit of God is the one who bears witness to the the gospel and the mystery that God was manifest in the flesh. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. So remember remember that's a witness in heaven. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit, capital S, then of the Holy Ghost, and the water and the blood, these three agree in one. Now we know that Looking at this last week, the word water here is also dealing with the fact that we are born again um, by the word of God in First Peter. So remember that when you look at the word water here, we are dealing, um, we're not dealing with the natural birth, we're dealing with water here, more than likely the word of God. It's a heavenly water. And so therefore, that's why, that's why Jesus said to Nicodemus very clearly that when a man had to be born again, he said, he said to Nicodemus, he said, listen, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. 
and that's what we call water or the natural birth, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So that's therefore the water here is dealing with the heavenly word, the natural, the heavenly word. We're born again by the word of God. Just to keep that in mind, and so therefore, and if we receive, and then he goes on, and if we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God which he have testified of his Son. He that believeth on the Son of God have the witness in himself. So that's where the witness is. God in you. He that believeth not God have made him a liar because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. And this is the record. So this is the message today. That God have given to us eternal life and the life is in his Son. And he that have the Son have life, and he that have not the Son of God have not life. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he heareth us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. I will I will stop there. Now just as a recap before we continue in first John, just go back to First Corinthians chapter two with me. First Corinthians chapter two. And just remind us of the natural man. I want you to remember remember the fact that the natural man, verse ten. So first Corinthians two ten, but God had revealed them unto us. That's first Corinthians chapter two, verse ten. So remember, John's written to the believer, but God have revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit search of all things, yea, the deep things of God. So it's the Spirit of God that search of all the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us. So we, so when you are saved, you have the Spirit of God. We've received that. The world has not received that. Which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth. I often sometimes say, you know, someone one day said, handed me a Bible, and he said, Simon, you can listen to what God has to say rather than man. I thought that made a lot of sense but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things to spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God for their foolishness unto him. So the natural man therefore does not receive the things of God because the natural man has not received the Spirit of God unless that person gets saved. So let's come back to our lesson here. So here, so our witness then in verse 9 is greater than man. The reason it's greater than man because we now have the witness of God in us. And, and what a blessing to think that the witness is in us. And the witness of God bears witness to the mysteries of God. And one of those mysteries that is in, found in Colossians 1 verse 27 and verse 28, and it probably would do you good to remember this, where the Bible says, so by faith we believe but the Bible says, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. 
whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ. So one of the mysteries that is God in you, it's a mystery. Um, and that and, and the Spirit of God bears witness to that mystery. And then he then John then John makes very clear that we have this witness. And notice what he says in verse 10 again. He says, He that believeth on the Son of God have the witness in himself. Note, you could almost say natural man, he he that believeth not God and made him a liar, because he believeth not the record that God gave of his son. So God has given us a witness and a record. So he says there that he that believeth not maketh God a liar. So so then to him that doesn't believe the record. Isn't it interesting that one big thing that's always under attack as a believer is the Bible, the Word of God. It has a it has a spiritual witness to it. It's a, it's it's the thing where we can find out the truth, and yet the very thing that comes under attack is the Bible. I I would challenge you just to open the Bible in a public place and see what kind of reaction you get. So so John is writing to us that our joy may be full. Now that's what he was writing to us. That's what he said in First John chapter one verse four. Now think about this, and he's writing to us because, and he's. He's letting us know that we we know. So come down to. Yeah, have not the Son of God. These things have I written unto you that believe in the name of the Son of God. Verse thirteen, that ye may know that ye have eternal life. That ye may know. Think of the Bible like a registry. Um, if you want to go to a registry, you could find out, get a birth certificate or a, or a marriage license. And isn't it wonderful if you when you go to you go to the registry, you find out when you were born. Well, the Bible's like a registry. This is the record that we may know. We know that we're saved. We know that we're born again. It's a, it's a registry to us. It registers to us that we have been born again the second time. We are now the sons of God. What a blessing that is. Also, the registry, you find a marriage, your marriage certificate. So, John, uh, so Romans 7 says that we are now married to another. And if you wanted to read, say, Romans 7, 1 down to, say, around verse 10, that's a good passage to keep in mind. So we have a registry. So this is, our, this is, this is the record. So you now, as a believer, are holding the record. This is the record that you have been born again. And amen to that. So, so we have now the fact that we have eternal life. And, of course, Romans makes it very clear that he says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And so you think about that, and if we are led by the Spirit of God, therefore we are the sons of God, and therefore the Spirit of God will lead us into all truth. Now, if you come with me, we're just going to do a quick lesson here. Go over to 1 Corinthians chapter 3 here. I just want to read you, I just want to read you this passage here to remember that when Paul was writing to the Corinthian church, he was, re- he was talking about their carnality. They weren't walking after the Spirit of God. They were carnal, carnivorous in their mind, in the way they thought. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1, and he said, I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. So that's 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1. 
So Paul said to these believers here, he said, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with meat, for hitherto you were not able to bear it, neither yet now are ye able. For ye are yet carnal, for, for whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are ye not carnal walk as men? For while one saith, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Paulus, are ye not carnal? Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos, but ministers by whom he believed, even as the Lord gave to every man? I have planted, Apollos watered, but God giveth the increase. So then neither he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. And he that planteth and he that watereth are one. And every man shall receive of his own reward according to his own labour. For we are labourers together with God, ye are God's husbandry, ye are God's building. According to the grace of God which is given unto me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid which is Jesus Christ. Now if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay and stubble. This is the judgment seat of Christ. If every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every, every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide, which he have built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God what dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Let no man deceive himself, if any man among you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool, that he may be wise. For the wisdom of the of this world is foolishness with God, for it's written, He taketh the wise in their own craftiness. And again the Lord knoweth the thoughts of the wise, that they are that they are vain. Therefore, now here's the key let no man glory in men, for all things are yours. And so the so the idea there in that lesson is that we should always yield to the inner man, to the witness that we have in ourselves and that the Spirit of God bears witness to the record that we hold. So the reason John is writing in verse 13 is so that we may know that we have eternal life. And you have the record in your hand that you have eternal life. What a blessing that is. So therefore, we have the, wit we have the witness of the Spirit of God, that Jesus Christ was the Son of God. So remember that, that he was manifest. So that's the witness we have. We have the witness of the things of God, of which the natural man receiveth not. So therefore you as a believer knoweth the things of God, because you have the Spirit of God that bears witness to that. And we also have the written word that we have been born again by the heavenly water as a witness. So therefore, and you come down to the fact as a believer you now have indwelt in you the Spirit of God and you are now a witness to the fact that God sent his Son 
and not only a witness to the fact that we also have the record that God gave his son. And when Jesus Christ, so, so excuse me, so in 1 John 5, 8, where he says, and there are three that bear witness in earth, the spirit, the water, the blood, and these are three agree in one. So therefore we are a witness, we're a light. We're a light in this dark world. We're a, we're a witness unto Jesus Christ. That's what we are. And the written word, and I want to say this and keep this in mind, the written word does not contradict the Spirit of God who is a witness of Jesus Christ. Think about that for a moment. The written word does not contradict the Spirit of God who is the witness of Jesus Christ. So the written word does not contradict the Spirit of God who is the witness of Jesus Christ. Let me give you three verses of Scripture dealing with that. So in John 5, 39, he said, Search the Scriptures, Jesus said, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. So the scriptures would testify to Jesus Christ. John 7, 7. The world cannot hate you, <coughs> cannot hate you but me it hateth, because I testify of it, of the works thereof evil. <coughs> Excuse me. You realize that now, that we are witnesses to the word of God, we are witnesses to the truth. Therefore the world will hate you because of the same witness that Jesus Christ had um, when he was on earth and they hated him. They'd be surprised if they hate you for being a witness. Now, there's one thing mankind does not like is a witness to it when they realize that they are accountable. And of course, when you open up the Bible, it shows then that person is accountable. The world is so caught up on everyone else's sins, but they seem to forget that Jesus Christ died for their sins, and so therefore they are accountable to the record that God has given us. So when you're dealing with people, don't worry about what other people are doing in the world. Bring the Spirit of God close to them, open up the Word of God to them, and show them that they are accountable for their sin, and show them very clearly that Jesus Christ has paid for their sin, and therefore they can also understand and and get the idea that they need to be saved and then they can be born again and then they can have the Spirit of God that can bear witness to the fact that they have eternal life and what a blessing that is. So we have, so there's the testification, there was Jesus testified against the world and in John chapter 15 verse 26, Jesus said to the disciples, but when the Comforter is come, that's the Holy Ghost, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. So right here we have the scriptures testified to Jesus Christ. The very fact that God indwells us now, we are a testimony to Jesus Christ. Don't be surprised if the world hates you as it hated him. And then finally, the comforter, when he comes, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the spirit of truth, as we just read, which proceeded from the Father, he shall testify of me. So we are to testify to the world that God sent his Son when we walk after the Spirit. So when you and I are walking after the Spirit of God and the Word of God, we become a, we become a light. We, we're testifying to that fact. And each individual has to make a, a decision when it comes to Jesus Christ. We testify that the world 
And we also, by doing this, when we walk after the Spirit of God, you realise that you're also testifying that the world has made God a liar when we point to the record. Have you ever noticed that? Uh, and I will talk about anything you like, but don't you point to the record that this is the record. Because once you open up, the, 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 the you give that person the accountability to understand you can know, you can know whether you're going to heaven, you can know whether you're whether how to get saved, you can know. I remember one lady said to me, she said to me, you can't know that you're going to heaven. I said, yes, you can know. Anyway, so she kept coming along to the lessons and eventually I asked her and I said, Lorna, do you want to be saved? And she said, yes, but I don't know how. And so I let her, brought her down and said, well, just thank the Lord for dying for your sins. And she did. And uh, by the grace of God, she got saved. And then, and you know what the great thing about that was? And then she knew that she was going to heaven, amen? And of course, that's the record we have. We know that we have eternal life, and that life is with the Father. You and I will, when we die, we'll go to heaven. So we are to testify to the witness, to the witness here. So conclusion to this. So the conclusion is to as a believer, now that you, have, now that you are a witness, you have the record of God, don't be surprised and beware of what Jesus Christ said to the Pharisees in John chapter 10, verse 5. And one thing that you and I should be always aware of as believers is what he said, strangers. A stranger will they not follow, but will flee from, from him, for they know the voice of strangers. You know, one of the, one of the big things about being saved, we are now God's sheep, we belong to him. We know his voice. The reason we know his voice, we have the record. We know that we are saved because we believe the record that God gave his son. And so therefore, when we, when a stranger approaches us, we won't follow them. We'll flee from a stranger because we know, because we know not the voice of strangers. And of course, how many, how many pastors today are just wolves in sheep's clothing? As one man said, I mean... How did, the, how did the wolf get a sheep's clothing? He must have killed a sheep to do that. Just be careful of sheep's, wolves and sheep's clothing. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 14, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. I do not need the doctrine of men. I have the, I have the very record in my hand. This is the record that we have eternal life. Amen. I do not listen, need to listen to someone else's doctrine where they come along in cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. In that passage, he goes on that we can all be brought into that unity in one in Christ. So this is the record. Um, and if your faith is in Christ, and therefore we have this record. 1 John 5.10 he that believeth on the Son of God have the witness in himself. Amen. He that believeth not God have made him a liar because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. I pray that this little message can encourage you to get back in the Bible and what it teaches and how it teaches it. And therefore we have a, we have a wonderful witness to the fact that we have the written word of God and we have the wonderful fact that we have a record. And isn't it nice to open up those pages and to know that we are born again, amen, 
like going down to the registry and we can find out who our parents were and our parents in this fact was by the Spirit of God and that was all brought, by, all brought about by the very fact that Jesus Christ died for our sins. I thank you for taking this time and we just will pick this up in our next lesson.